This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, we need to get you to the doctor, bro. See, that's what I'm, my wife says it all the damn time. <laughs> smells that like has a little, sweet beef stew. First thing that wakes up is my butthole. You know, I'm, I'm letting fart, you know, these huge trombone-ish, you know, farts out in the morning. Everyone else is like, oh my God. And I'm like, this thing has not been active. It's been dormant for like the last six to, you know, eight hours. What do you yeah, expect? They, he wakes up and then all of a sudden they think the closer for the Mets is coming out because it's... <laughs> it runs right through me. That is straight to diarrhea town. Oh, yeah. I remember dodgeball. It was like it was like you're in gym class and, and you're just beating the shit out of, you know, um, kids that didn't have diagnosed autism yet because that wasn't a thing back in the 90s. And you're just hammering them with these hard dodgeballs. <laughs> Realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been Brandon and beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast of facts, a culinary dream. We're back. And you almost got me, but uh, I, I was anticipating in my brain that you were going to say something funny. But either way, this episode, I think, 217. That's a lot of weeks. If anybody wants to do some math, have at it. And the reason we're giggling is we were having a great conversation backstage, and I said, why don't we hit press record, see what happens, and then you guys can have potentially one of the shittiest conversations with us that you'll ever have. Maybe we'll even get a random caller this week. Shout out Blur for coming in last week, having a great talk about Arby's and everything else like that. And Deluxe Edition Network, you might have heard about it, but we're on it, and Podcast of the Month is us, the Beard Loss Podcast and Take on the World Podcast. Go check them out. This is the last day of the November um, there, and the reason that they went with the Beard Laws one is because No Shave November, and they thought that we should be the Podcast of the Month because we don't shave, and 
nobody else should apparently shave during November to raise some money for some probably good causes that I like Movember and all that stuff. But either way, feel free to go take uh, take check out Take on the World podcast. And joining me as always, Brandon Squared. We got Brandon J. McDermott. You've been whacking off. Just a couple of studs, fellas. Super excited to record on this lovely little. It's Sunday, but this is being released on Thursday. Always good to be here, boys. Uh, we were talking poop before we went on, and uh, you ever, you ever, and then maybe it's just me, but after I get done taking a really good one, you just kind of, your body's just like, uh, like you feel like you gave birth. Like I need a mm-hmm. nap, you know. Like I need to take, a, I need to rest a little bit, fall asleep while watching football. Like it's just it's a perfect Sunday. It does it's, sound lovely. Sometimes it's you know I need a nap. Sometimes it's I possibly need a shower. Like it's just it depends on what you ate and how that bowel movement went. But oh, was a, I, the worst type. Like I was saying, man, it's it's like a barbecue beef sandwich consistency. I don't know. It's like little icicles, little needles. It is. And that's just anytime or yeah, we need to get you to the doctor, bro. <laughs> See, that's why my wife says it all the damn time. She's like, good God, what is that? The, the most consistent one I would say is the, uh, have you ever left a bowl of cocoa puffs in a, or a, you know, out for a little bit? Kids leave us, you know, their cereal, and it just expands, and it's kind of like just this wet, puffy mess. That <laughs> my, my like a like, bunch of little ones. Mm-hmm. I'm like sorry, a little machine gun. No, you're good. My wife's always like, "Why is it sweet smelling?" <laughs> <laughs> smells that like little... sweet beef stew. <laughs> and and a little burnt ass hair smell, like because it's oh. they're always so spicy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and you were kind of saying there's certain foods that I, I, I guess trigger and everybody always goes, oh, Taco Bell gives me the diarrhea. But we've confirmed between three guys that are not very healthy that take a lot of dumps. Taco Bell isn't the one that really gets us. And, and Brandon was had a very nice description of, of what it potentially does to him instead of the diarrheas. Yeah, it's, it doesn't it doesn't run through me like I had Taco Bell yesterday shit yesterday around noon what'd you go with oh so i we went with the app i, I hey. downloaded all of the apps in my area boys Hell yeah. uh, arby's wendy's and taco bell were the newest ones i've had because mcdonald's has been saving me a lot of money i spent nine dollars i got a, a five dollar craving box with um a chalupa f- a five layer beefy burrito and a soft shell is that and back on the app it is dude because oh, it went away here for a while because that's what we would go to. We would always get those $5 boxes, and you could feed five people for like 20-something bucks, and I mm-hmm. felt like I was saving. Yeah. And then, and then, and then, and then, we had, and then. Um, that's an old reference for you. And then we had, um, because you started the app, they give you a free, you get to choose, and I chose a free five-layer beefy burrito because it's like four bucks. Mm-hmm. And so I got a free one of those, and then I got a bunch of stuff off the dollar menu, like the potato burrito and yeah. chicken burrito thing. And so Is I spent like the nine ranch bucks. one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's my go-to. I, I, I live on the. They always make fun of me because they're like, "You're so cheap. You, all you do is get the cravings, the cheap stuff." I'm like, "Yeah, a little bit." But I was like, and first of all, like you try feeding all five of you motherfuckers. But I go in and, like you said, I get that dollar something potato taco and that chicken branch whatever with a crunchy shit those are just fantastic and they're cheap yeah so, so anyway i ate that about 12 o'clock yesterday and body was fine had i think hot dogs last night for dinner which probably added to it <laughs> woke up this morning and uh 
I was feeling fine, like nothing, like not like, oh, but we were about to get ready to record. And I'm like, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom soon. So I went to the bathroom. No diarrhea, but just a, just a, like when you look down, there's no like formed turds. It's just a pile of sludge. Just a, just like, just gooped out of you. Mm, and then patty. you have like the 40 wipes that you have to keep doing. And then by then it's caked on your skin and into your hair. Mm. Then you got to jump in the shower. Back. Mm. <laughs> yep. And it's, it's Eubin's fault. Eubin started it off. We were hanging in the studio and he's like, be right there. Got a dump. And then I made the mistake of eating breakfast with IBS right before we press record. So if you see me sweating at physically sweating, that means that I'm holding one in and uh, man. But it's a morning hopes. routine, man. That's the, the first thing that wakes up is my butthole. You know, I'm I'm letting fart. You know, these huge trombonish, you know, farts out in the morning. Everyone else is like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "This thing has not been active. It's been dormant for like the last six to you know eight hours." What do you yeah, expect? They, mm-hmm. He wakes up, and then all of a sudden, they think the closer for the Mets is coming out because it, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, shout oh, out to good, his like pretty good kazoo there, buddy. Thank that you. That was pretty good. You. That was very they called good. me the kazoo king back in the day. They didn't. No, they didn't. Three time state champ. Yep. Uh, you were talking about certain foods will do certain things to your body as well. Guaranteed, if you know someone came up to me and said, "Hey, if you don't produce, you know, neon green, just diarrhea in the next twelve hours, I'm going to kill you." I'm like, sweet. Where do I go to get the nearest blueberry icy? Okay. Oh. Because if I drink that, guaranteed, it doesn't have to be 12 hours, within three hours, I'm going to be shitting the most violent green diarrhea that I've so, ever experienced. It's funny you say that. Uh, a couple things. Blue's Clues ice cream back in the day, about 15 years ago, they came out with it. And we all, all the whole family, we bought it because we all had some. Next day, my cousin Dustin comes out of the room. He's just like, Anybody else have green shit? <laughs> um, but then, um, uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, so the reason I don't drink regular soda, I have, I, I experienced what I call the graduation poopies because I went to a lot of graduation parties when I was like 17 or 18 because you didn't have a lot of friends around that time. I have 17, 18, 19. And um, I would go there and look, you're looking at a man who I came from nothing, like many of us. So when I see a, pile or a place where there's free food oh i'm getting down and it wasn't the food that threw me off it was i would always drink the soda and i would mm-hmm. drink coke or pepsi mostly coke because pepsi's fucking awful coke or mountain dew and i mean i would drink about six of those fucking things and the problem and i when i do that now i can't drink regular soda now you see i i drink diet is it runs right through me that is straight to diarrhea town because it, it's it's awful I can eat the same diet and then drink Diet Coke and not have not have a problem. And I don't know if it's just the liquid sugar or what. I can have a soda nowadays. I don't drink it because I don't like the flavor. Now I prefer the the, the diet stuff. But hmm. call the graduation poopies because I can't drink soda anymore. <laughs> and Blue Gatorade will will also give you the green poops as well. Really? Cause you, yeah, because I was a uh, you know when we were growing up in the Michael Jordans and the NBA, you know what I mean, Gatorade, 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 and they for whatever reason was like, yeah, it's so healthy. So all of the people that would play sports would always drink Gatorade, lots of Gatorade. We had a our soccer team would carry one jug of water, one with Gatorade. You know what I mean? And whenever we went blue, it came out green. I don't know really how the body works. Although I did have to help the oldest do a science project the other day about the digestive system. 
she finally asked for help and i'm like oh there's one thing that i do know it's how it works so we went through there worked with her went through the notes did this i mean killer essay nailed it we get it back 75 i'm like what she's like i'm telling you this teacher doesn't like me i'm like 75 it lays out exactly what they're and they're like teacher said we didn't cover this one topic and that was worth 25 points i'm like this whole entire paragraph is about that topic i'm like let me add it and she's like no it's good it's good and i'm like that's bullshit that was that was at least an 85 <laughs> no, i've never i don't small... know what it's like to get 90s I, I wasn't that guy but you should know where that teacher lives it's a small community just like ours you know i always remind yeah. them i'm like hey still on Paris street right and they're like yes yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, I was listening to a podcast and it was, um, what's it, uh, Sal Volcano and Chris D. He's got the long name, funny comedian, but he was telling a story about when he got expelled from school and his dad went and talked and his dad was like in and out of prison, like real tough. And the dad more or less went in as like, um, the guy was on the phone. He's like, I'm on the phone. You need an appointment. And he goes, click. You're not on the phone anymore kind of stuff. He's like, this is the shit from the movies. And like more or less busted out a wad of cash and was like, this problem needs to go away. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're trying to really bribe. And then he like made a threat and he was like, all right, yes, your kid's back. And then he turned and was like, all right, well, listen, listen, we need to be fair about this. He still needs to be punished. So either kick him off the basketball team, suspend him. You know, let's let's be real here. <laughs> but yeah, the whole small town, like, don't mess with him. His dad is gangster. Every time he talks about his dad, I'm like, damn, damn. I was like, well, you know, know what? His dad was awesome. Barry Sanders. I watched the documentary the other day. I had nothing going on. And there was one on, I don't know if it's Prime Video or something, but they did like the Barry Sanders one about why he retired and stuff. So I'm like, they're finally going to tell answers and all of this stuff. And all of a sudden it was just kind of like, hmm. It was okay. There was some cool stuff, but it wasn't like that answer. You know what I mean? Right, because I, I did see a clip of it, and I don't know who it was. Somebody younger. Um, they were talking about uh, how um, his uh, school was the one that released it uh, in Kansas, and he's like, uh, "What is this, uh, Washita Eagles? What, what's what's Washita?" And they're like, "That's Wichita, you idiot!" And he's like, "Oh, I can't read well." And they're like, "Obviously, obviously." <laughs> <laughs> but I had never heard anybody call Wichita. Washita. Washita. <laughs> so I, I got one for it. Since it real quick. Um, trying to find the chat here. Now, you'll know this, Eubin, so let, let Matt pronounce this one. God damn Absolutely. it. This is always a fun segment. How would Matt say this? It's a town in Nebraska. I would say Beatrice. Or Beatrice, right? That's what, or Beatrice. Yeah, like the name, the old school name. Yeah, yeah. Beatrice. 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 Beat is that rice. what people say? Beat rice? Some people my kids do. call it. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Gotta beat rice. Hmm. Oh, at least, you know, there's... there's. So so we were talking kind of Gatorade and, and the Blue's Clues stuff and, and kind of back in the day. And I was driving the other day and we, we got on some random topic and I was like, we have to bring this up on the show. And it was like childhood games that we used to play. And how many of these games were like anxiety-ridden games? I mean, you got musical chairs where you're... You know, the, you you got to hurry up. As soon as that music stops, it's like pure panic mode. You got to get your ass in one of those chairs. And if you're not, you're out. <clears throat> and it was always like, you're out, you're out, you're out. And I feel like these days, it's everybody has to always be included. Um, you know, we had games like dodgeball. 
and then some of the ones that you probably physically can't play anymore. And I don't know if it was called the same thing, and this is no offense to the LBGTQ whatever letter thing, but remember Smear the Queer? <laughs> I was waiting for it. You know what I mean? Like, that was a name of a game, and it wasn't, oh, my God, you're gay. It was just, that was the name of the, the thing, King of the Mountain, and all this stuff that was, like, beaten there. And, and somebody somebody was like, oh, yeah, I remember Dodgeball. It was like, it was like you're in gym class, and, and you're just beating the shit out of, you know, um, kids that didn't have diagnosed autism yet because that wasn't a thing back in the 90s and you're just hammering them with these hard dodgeballs <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well that's i guess one way to uh to put that <laughs> but i mean games back in the day like, they were they were I different think about, i had flashbacks of just like tetherball and like the kid getting abused with the tetherball the tetherball oh. oh. i uh Oh man, it was when it was dodgeball time in school. It was it was game over because you knew exactly which kids to go for. I may not have been the best, but I knew which ones to go for. Um, so I remember th- this game when I we were in, and I grew up in a little bigger places than you did. So we had a lot of neighborhood kids, like a group of about ten of us, which isn't that many, but still, like a group of ten that would hang out like all day, every day, during a couple of summers. And at night, we would play hide and go seek. At night, it was the best time. Dusk, you know, dusk. And when it was three, two, one, go, and fucking kids were scattering, that shit was like nerve wracking. Where am I going to hide? Where are we going to go? You know. And yeah. once once people started finding out the good spots, that's when they would check. So you'd have to go other places. You know, it was that was fun stuff. But yeah, at the end of the day, you, there's so much that go into a, a game like that. You know what I mean? It, you're physically getting a little bit of some exercise, but your thought process is really going you know it's added to some creativity i mean what's the worst that happens now it's like these you know what i mean they're playing Fortnite, and it's just like oh my god i didn't get this shot but you're sitting on your ass and i guess there is some maybe anxiety i don't know why i said Fortnite, but of but all I mean, the games but but you're on like you're literally riding that line of uh of uh, uh fight or flight i mean like you're like i mean you're you're not gonna die when you get when you get caught but it it certainly feels like it you know mm-hmm well, and you mentioned anxiety and games. My immediate react, or what I thought was, um, do you guys remember the game Perfection, where you had to put the certain uh, like shapes into the the grid or whatever before it explodes? Talk about anxiety. That and operation and everything. Every game you had, I'm sitting there sweating, heart just palpitating the entire mm-hmm. time. Crazy. Mouse trap. Mouse trap. Oh shit! That was a ter- that, that one was fucking awful to set up. You remember, it took like 20 minutes to set the fucking game up. Yeah, game um, that didn't have anxiety that you probably would now is guess who? Because the questions that you would ask back in the day, you probably wouldn't ask now. <laughs> I still would, but we, uh, we still play uh, moving moving right along. <laughs> um, I remember we played Operation with my uncle, and I was always wondering why he was so terrible at it. We found out he got Parkinson's disease; it was just awful. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know whether to laugh at that if it was a joke or if it was real. So I'm just gonna say, oh shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Matt, it's a serious condition. You shouldn't. The condition, yes. <laughs> Anyways, I but yeah, that was... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, leave. <laughs> some of the, I was just trying to think of some of the other games that I'm assuming we would play, and you know what I mean? It's kind of cool, again, that some of the games that we play here you know, are still games that you played there, even without the internet. But dodgeball, like you said, that just was a different... <clears throat> especially being in a smaller school. A lot of your gym classes might have been, you know, you were an eighth or ninth grader playing against juniors or seniors. And I mean, you get up there and you know what I mean? You got some guys that are 
baseball players that are throwing 85 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour, and then you're getting a dodgeball and you're getting that to the face. And I'll just never forget the gym teachers because they, they kind of separated us. They'd have the guys on one side, the girls on the other, and we had the gym divider that would come down or the doors that would close. And uh, so they'd kind of separate us for, especially on dodgeball days. And the gym teachers just laughing their ass off on the side. But every once in a while, you'd get that, you'd get kind of that kid that didn't have much of a home life and didn't mind getting in trouble. That they kind of would, you know, do this thing where, hey, I want you to take one over here, stand near the teacher, so it looks like I'm hitting you. But when the gym teacher wasn't paying attention, they'd crush the gym teacher. I'll never forget one of them getting hit right in the face. Glasses <laughs> go flying, and it was just like. We're, gonna, we're just gonna run it's like yeah we're really gonna you're gonna show us because we're running <laughs> my uh, kids had a, a substitute pe teacher uh last week and they're like dad this this girl's the size of a, a, a child she's like 80 pounds like five foot she's kind of a bitch you know <laughs> i was like it'd be nice you know and i was like uh what's her name they're like oh, we just call her mrs g and i'm like i know somebody who I went to school with that as a teacher now. I think she substitutes. And I'm like, did you say that? You know, she was really short. She looked like a child. I was like, does she have like not a very good tooth to gum ratio as well? And they're like, absolutely. Yes. This is that one. I'm like, and I look and I show her and I grab her Facebook profile. I'm like, is this her? And they're like, oh, that's her. And I was like, she was so like timid and like just quiet in school. And I'm like, what now? And they're like, no, she's like a drill sergeant. And I was like, damn, somebody found their voice. <laughs> I was somebody like, yikes. for her. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody found it. That's, uh, that's good. Uh, the other one that got real intense for us was like uh, floor hockey. I mean, you just had full-on check-in, just people getting crushed with that hard, um, like, I don't even know what it was made out of puck. That It was so goddamn hard that you would have the plastic sticks and you'd hit them and they'd break. And then fingers always break with the, the what was it, the scooter, those little scooter things. And they would try to make you play like soccer or something with those friggin' scooters constantly running over your own goddamn hands or somebody else is running over your hands. Oh. Holy shit. I mean, you would rip skin, dude. Oh, you would yes. rip it would open flesh wounds, dude. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. eight-year-old kids with, like, fingers just mouth. <laughs> How was school today, Billy? It was all right. Oh, the scooter <laughs> hockey? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so what, we, we still look forward to it, though. Every single time that we saw those different colors, we're like, yeah, I want the blue one. I want that one. It's the fastest, you know. Uh, I saw that they had them out at the uh, at one of our uh, open gyms one time, and uh, now that they have uh, they have handles on them that are like I forget I, I forget looking at the exact Bullshit. design, but I remember talking to my wife and being like, "Now they make it to where you can't run over your fingers." I'm like, "Why? The, why the fuck didn't they do that back in the '90s and the right. '80s?" I'm like, "What the hell?" They didn't care about us. No. And now look so, at us. So my kids still, are gonna come home with perfect fingers. It's bullshit. Still, per, still anxiety. Just not physically able to play those games. But uh, we do have the blur who's waiting in the lobby. So I figure mm-hmm. now we'll do this for a little call in. See what he has, either for a question or something he wants to talk about with us. We'll bring up a topic and. While we're, we're getting ready to let him in, if anybody's listening, you just got to show up anytime between pretty much 10, we'll say 10 after 10 Eastern Standard Time to about 11-ish. Uh, links in usually either the Instagram story or it's the top link 
in my bio on any of the Beard Laws pages, and it just says, go to the call-in studio. Just download an app called Riverside. It takes about 30 seconds. We know you have 8,000 apps that you don't use on there, and maybe even have McDonald's, Taco Bell, and Arby's on there with a little bit of Wendy's. Download the app, and then you just come in here, you ask us a question, ask us for advice, because we could give you some really good advice or some really shitty advice, but uh, make sure you call in. Pretty fun. We I had a bunch of people last week that were like, I'm calling in this week. I'm calling in this week. Haven't seen them yet, but we have the Blur, so I'm assuming Blur is ready for this, so we're going to let you in the studio. You guys ready? Let's, do, Let's it. do it. What's up, dude? Good. Welcome back on this lovely little Sunday. What are you up to, man? Uh, nothing, really. Just relaxing. <laughs> nice. Looks like you're out for a drive or something. No, nah, I had to get out in the van. Normally, oh. last week I got outside there, and this week a train decided to go by. So, oh, interesting. That's uh, that, that's that's all about the luck, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I had a buddy growing up that lived right next to the fire station, and talk about terrible there. Every time, obviously, you know, small town volunteer fire departments when they get a call, the alarm starts going off, and it doesn't go off until somebody physically goes to the fire station. And turns it off. And those whistles are loud. And he lived right next door to it. He didn't get a lot of sleep on those nights. But, I mean, they probably only got 25 to 30 calls, I would have to guess, a month. But hopefully they weren't at night. But That's almost a call a day, dude. That would suck. Yeah, I'm just guessing. I don't know real numbers. I just, that's just a straight up bullshit tossing numbers out there. But ours gets called all the time to other towns and stuff yeah they're the only paid fire department in the area the rest of them are all volunteer yeah yeah we have one paid around here and the rest are volunteer as well so interesting just a bunch of guys with creepy mustaches hanging out in a fire station that doubles as a wedding venue in most small towns so nothing like <laughs> a good fire station reception yeehaw it's got to be the same where you guys are right oh absolutely oh yeah yeah Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what's, up? so what's up, Blur? You got uh, got anything for us? Anything funny that happened? You want any shitty advice? You uh, got, any, got anything good going on? What's up? Not really. How'd, not right now. How'd your Thanksgiving go? Oh, it went pretty good. This is tough here. I had turkey she, and ham. and. Did she fuck the turkey up? <laughs> no, it was actually pretty moist. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Did you get a dry like grandma's was? <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. <laughs> did you get a did you get a taste of biscuit? Yeah. <laughs> kind of an inside joke. You guys have seen that song, right? Of course on Oh yeah. 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 He hates uh, it. I heard it last Damn. night. <laughs> Mine is so there's there's a few Thanksgiving Day songs, Adam Sandler one, of course. Uh but mine is the uh I started hearing it on TikTok a few years ago, but it's the the uh, the black lady who's like rapping. You know, I got greens, beans, potatoes, uh, mm-hmm. whatever. Every single time, <laughs> I, the, you name it, I'm always just I was belting that shit every fucking ten minutes while my wife was cooking, and she's like, "Shut the fuck!" I'm like naming everything off, and I'm just like rapping it right in front of her ear. I'm just like, "You name it," and she's like, "Get away from me!" <laughs> Get out she's so house. glad it's over. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, that's the Thanksgiving <laughs> I want to be at. Is that one right there? 
that one. And uh, so, so we were talking, I don't know if you heard us or not, but we were talking about childhood games, how they were pretty much anxiety driven and uh, anything. Was there a childhood game that really stood out to you that you guys played, uh, obviously as a child or in or out of school? Childhood game. Where we used to like, uh, we used to bully on kids, dodgeball and tag and stuff like that. I got injured playing dodgeball one time. Ooh, tell us about it. Well, out in Oklahoma, we had this big old like thing they called Ram Hall, and it was that slick concrete that was in there. And they take the gym in there just to play games and stuff. And sometimes they'd have dances and everything. Mm -hmm. I went to dodge one of the balls one time. My feet came out from under me, and I landed right on my knee. God damn. The real life patches of Hulahan. Yeah. <laughs> so, so did you finish did you finish the gym class or did you have to go to the nurse or hospital? They had to drag me off the floor out of the way. That's how bad I hit. God damn, damn. like your buddies did or the gym teachers? My buddies did. Yep. Yeah. Because heaven forbid those gym teachers get off their ass. Were they sitting and watching this, kind of laughing at you? Or? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Could you imagine? And what blows my mind, like, all right, I saw these gym teachers, and all right, and, and most of them were kind of alcoholics. They were dickheads, you know what I mean, where I was. And they also were coaches. So, you you know, if you were an athlete, you kind of, you know, had a little bit of a grudge towards them, anyways. And then you'd see them out hammered. And I was like, shit, I think I could be a gym teacher someday. So I went to college for one semester to be a gym teacher. And it's you had to go, at least in New York, and it's pretty much a science degree. You had to take bio bio lab like all of this stuff you had to know the human body all this stuff i'm like why do you need to know all this shit so you can sit on your ass hung over and watch kids beat the shit out of each other playing dodgeball and stuff like that and they're like well they're going to be going to a curriculum where you actually have to do homework in gym class and learn about the body and health and fitness i'm like then what the hell is health class for yeah. And it still isn't like that. So I think they were just, I don't know what the fuck, you never know what New York's doing. But yeah, it was, you had to go to be pretty much a science major to be a gym class teacher. I never got that. Is it like that where you guys are? Yes. What? That's so, I, that's so stupid. Gym classes here used to be when I was in school, it equaled as, or how would I put it? They split it up, part of it, of the semester was sex ed yep and the other part of the semester was driver's ed oh yeah we didn't have driver's ed no no we didn't did you uh we used to (laughs) i don't remember this we had a weightlifting class i was in weightlifting and uh it was a way i got out of having to run except this fucking bastard made us run one of the days a week and we had to run across the whole gym and then up some stairs, and then behind the bleachers, and then down the stairs, and around the gym. I used to run up the stairs, and I would just stay behind the bleachers for like three minutes before coming back down and running again. Oh, I hated running so much. But Did he slap your ass I, on the way by? No, he didn't, but he looked like Buzz Lightyear. We called him Buzz Lightyear because he had a square fucking face. He was just a huge face on his body. It was awful. But... um. I took weightlifting because I wanted to not have to take gym, but then I ended up taking ROTC, which you could take in, in on Nebraska. You could take ROTC or gym. So my question to you boys is, did you guys take ROTC? Mm-mm. No. No. I guess I'm the only loser. All right. <laughs> no. And I mean yeah. that in, in the, the folks in, listen, 
the folks in my high school that took junior rot, ROTC, not not the actual college level, weren't trying to go to the military. They were just dodging having to play in sports. And mm-hmm. also, for some reason, having to use deodorant. I didn't understand that. but Yeah. See, they didn't, um, <clears throat> they didn't offer it where I was from. And then I, I was talking to my buddy Logan there that works in a school or whatever. And I was kind of with the deodorant comment that triggered it. It was like, we used to have to, like, shower after gym class. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> we went there, and you're sweating. You stink. They threw your ass, like. Take a, you got to take a quick shower, rinse that shit off, and get back out there. You know, some kids just absolutely refused it, which whatever. But you know, we I, I grew up playing sports, so we showered quite often. You know, and then we'd have to go to school. But some of them, when they wouldn't, but they fucking stink. Some of them, you know what I mean? It's like, listen, you're at the age now, bud. Like, your balls are sweating, your pits are sweating. <laughs> at least throw some deodorant or something on. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, our locker room always smelled like uh, Axe body spray and Shrek's dick, like just a whole bunch of onions, <laughs> you know, it's just mm-hmm. nasty. Uh, yeah. Nobody ever showered. They didn't give us enough time. Like when, when PE ended, it was usually like three minutes before the bell would ring and they're like, all right, go get changed, you know, go get your shorts off, whatever, we're running back to class type of thing. And that's when, you know. The aerosol cans would come out, and it was bad. Imagine being one of those teachers and just having to smell shitty, cheap cologne and deodorant. And, ah, man. You got to be. That would suck. Ugh, I would not light a, a match. Ugh, <laughs> God damn. And, and I always remember, too, that they would they would also double. that They would have to do the scoliosis check in gym class where we're there so you're all sitting there and the, these guys and you know that they don't want to do this the gym teacher's like god damn it state's making us do this actually you have to get off my ass and do something and they're just like and i'll never forget they were like yeah you're good and then you go over yep you're good you're good and i remember one time they were like he goes holy shit uh why don't you go see the nurse all right yep you're yeah. good you're good you're good and they're like why do i have to see the nurse well, he goes, just go in there and tell him to check your spine. Yeah, you're probably going to a doctor here pretty soon, kid. And then just, yep, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus Christ. I don't I don't know why that stands out, but hopefully that kid is doing all right now. Did you guys re- you remember that? We, they, we did that. I remember being in fourth, fifth grade, sixth grade, and we had to go into the nurse's office, and, and she took us into a closet, and it was an old woman who was about 60 years old, and I remember she turned a single light on, and she was like, now take your shirt off and turn around. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Now bend <laughs> over. <laughs> I just remember that. I don't know why. And I think she put like a ruler on my back or something. Like to like Maybe. see if it was level or I don't know what it was. But At least they didn't check yeah, the prostate. So with, with ours, it was a lot like what Matt was saying. And I just remember it too because I think it was maybe fifth grade, I think. Fifth or sixth grade. But um we were all in the gym and we all had to take off our shirts together and like turn around over like the, the lockers and kind of like hunch over a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, but I just remember one of the classmates be like, just like last time coach. And he started like pulling his pants down a little bit. And he goes, it's not fucking funny. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one in every crowd. Yes. I, I would love it too. Some of my favorite. And I wish at the time, like I, I, I could have remembered to write these down, but obviously we would play shirts and skins. And it didn't matter. He was just like, sure. And then there was always that one kid that was like, I'm not, I want to take my shirt off. Take your goddamn shirt off. You're on the team. Who gives a shit? And then you take it off. And then all of the kids with the, like the one liners, you know what I mean? Those one liners, <laughs> I wish I would have wrote down. I mean, you, when you have middle school roasts, 
to a kid that you know what I mean? Like, hey, nice tits. Hey, those tits are bigger than your mom's. <laughs> and you know, just just the one thing after the other. And then First finally, of all, he's just like you motherfuckers. I was one of those kids that did not want to take his shirt off. So fuck you. <laughs> I was a ch- I was always a chunky kid too, but I didn't give a shit. Like who cares? Like obviously I'm chunky whether my shirt's on or not. I don't give a shit. Like yeah, but then you know what it was like. So we had like the divider that would come down um, in our gym that would separate it into halves or whatever. So the girls would be on one side and the boys would be on the other. And for you know how you know girls sports, you know the, their ball would always somehow manage to always like roll over to our side. And I'm like, I'm not having Victoria see me with my nips out. That's not fucking happening, boys. <laughs> I'm like, that's not happening. Nope. So you so, just uh, sit there and just do the truffle shuffle. I was always shirts, so I was mm. like, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need any jokes about these baloney nips. I was like, mm, <laughs> no, thank you. But, all right, yeah, you got anything else for us, Blur? Because we're gonna let you go. We have another person in studio. Oh snap. Oh, what's that mean? Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, we all go through tough times, and it's okay to admit, we all go through times in life where it feels like life is throwing us curveballs. Whether it's stress, relationships, or just the everyday grind, having someone to talk to can make all the difference. To be honest, the everyday grind was starting to get to me, and I didn't want to go sit in an uncomfortable chair or couch in an office and talk to someone. I wanted to do it from my comfortable chair and my comfortable couch in my office. That's why I personally started using BetterHelp. I was able to choose the right therapist for me that got me. And it did take a couple of tries to find someone, but they were able to get me to start hitting those curveballs of life. And they actually taught me how to handle the stress of the daily grind. And they were able to, you know, teach me how to deal with the stresses of being a dad, a husband, coach, and everything else I try to juggle. So if you're anything like me, don't bottle it up. Get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash beardloss today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash beard loss. spaghetti legs god damn that's hilarious i I like all the names you know you got got buzz Lightyear, you got uh spaghetti legs oh i got one for you so we had this teacher in my multimedia class who every morning 
right when we were all having breakfast before school started, he would go to the bathroom and he would just drop a just a deuce, just the loosest douche you ever saw or smelled. <laughs> and uh, I remember me and the boys used to go in there and be like, we called him the bathroom bomber. It's the bathroom bomber. We used to do that every time, <laughs> 20 years ago. And I swear this guy probably hated us kids. Oh, the fucking kids. God damn it. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm just trying to take a shit in peace. That's every morning. Every morning. God damn, that's a that's a good throwback in time. So awesome, Blur. Thanks for joining us, brother. Appreciate it. Thank Hopefully you, Blur. Uh, you have a good rest of the day and the trains will leave you alone. And uh, enjoy your Sunday. And I, I, if I was a Batman, I bet you we'd talk to you next Sunday as well. Hell yeah. Have a good rest of your day, man. You too, buddy. Right, see you, buddy. I was talking with uh, Sweeney a little bit ago, and there was a school that the kids were clogging up, um, I think, like, the the hand machines, the like the hand, hand dryers with, like, paper towels and just wreaking havoc. And there was always a couple of kids, too, that would just take massive dumps in the toilet, not to bring it back to poop dock. And then you'd go <laughs> to take a leak or something because the urinal or two were there. So you'd go in there and you'd go, God damn. What the hell is that? I mean, there would just be a huge, huge turd in this toilet with no toilet paper. So it's like, one, their kid, maybe they're just not wiping. Two, maybe they just go to the other one to wipe. I don't, I don't, I never knew the, the, the science behind there, but. <laughs> yeah, that always, that just, and I'm one of those ones that will just, will walk away for like three or four minutes and think about that. Be like, God damn, what did they do? Just. You know? Not only that, what did they eat? Why is it so big? And how is there no blood? Because that is a massive dump. I mean, that thing would be like, I mean, we, you guys would probably see them. They'd be like this long. It's like, God. oh, yeah. They didn't yeah. have Taco Bell. <laughs> um, uh, quickly, too, on the uh, the names of teachers. So mine was a little more disrespectful. There was this lady that was like four foot. Um, There's two of them, actually. They look like, I think maybe they were sisters, but um, one of them was called Mrs. Uh, Shat. And so we always just laughed at that one. That was just her actual name. Uh, But the other one was uh, Patty Felker. But we just called her Fatty Fucker all the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. But yeah, we had a a gym teacher back in one of the schools I went to, and his last name was Bader, B A D E R. So whether you were Mr. Bader, obviously, but he, legitimately also taught karate so he was master bader nice and that's not a joke like that it was a real person and i was just like huh Hmm. of all the things that you chose being a master just seemed fitting and the amount of the amount of jokes in, in you know name calling that certain kids got because of their names was wild I mean, obviously, my last name, yeah, I'm not going to say it on here, but people know it, but it, it was always turned into Mick Queer. Hey, Mick Queer, what's up? Not much, just fucking dudes. <laughs> you know, just. <laughs> they used to call me McDonut, so I get it. Yeah. It's like, um, um, and it, it was it was almost borderline, like you didn't even want to say anything back because the kids that would throw out those ones were about as smart as a chicken, you know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm twin. So the uh, we were always pretty tall. Uh, and in uh, the, my flag football team that we used to play in the fourth grade uh, and fifth grade, they used to call us the Twin Towers. Uh, and then 
September 11th happened and uh, they called us that. So, Mm. yeah. Interesting. I mean, I could see, I see, I think it would ramp back up where I was from small town like you, not much to do. I feel like it would just be like with the name Colin, but well, it's uh, our last name used to be queen as well. So they, it would be queenie or something like that. It was always something stupid. It was just like, nice. Yeah. And I have to imagine that, I don't know. Like if I was growing up in this era right now with G- Chat GPT, the sick burns that I would have on some of these people would be on a different level. I'd be having Chat GPT come with up every combination that I'd have just at my disposal, just to mess with people on the fly, instead of having to be creative and try to come up with some stuff. And then I don't know if you would just let them fly like me. I don't have much of a filter, so I'd have one and I'd just boom, and then I'd be like, "Wow, that was stupid. It sounded so much worse when it came out of my mouth." <laughs> and then they turn it back on you. I always go for the jugular immediately. So it's, yeah. I'm always like, oh shit, damn. Like yep. your mom just died yesterday. My bad. I forgot. <clears throat> you were at the funeral. Yep. Yep. Whoops. <laughs> it's what she would have wanted. Exactly. We're still talking about her. Never forget. And how awkward was it too when you have a bunch of young kids and I wonder if they still do it, but then next thing you know, like in our science class, they wanted to show us the video of a woman having a baby. I don't know if you guys ever had to do that. And we were just like, we always had two or three buddies that were a little bit curious, but kind of did it to be funny. But as they grew older, they just wanted to know things. So I always had my one buddy and he is, I, I would love to get him in the studio one of these days. And he would just sit there and the video wouldn't even end yet. And he'd be, and she'd be like, you could just tell. <laughs> yeah. Um. So... Can you really get a woman pregnant with pre-cum? It's something that I heard about. <laughs> and she's like, well, technically. And she'd have to do Okay. Um, and they, they definitely cannot get pregnant if you put it in their butt, right? There's nothing that connects those parts together, right? No, no. Huh, I guess dad was right on that one. Okay. Um, <laughs> it just, and she's like, okay, no more questions for you. <laughs> but those are the answers you need to know. I mean, when you're in that age and you're, you know, I want to say it was like seventh or eighth grade, you know what I mean? And especially being dudes, these are some questions that you, you, and again, the internet wasn't really a thing. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. I mean, it existed for shitty porn and, you know, uh, illegal downloads. But that's where the glory days, though. Just waiting a whole weekend to burn the CD. Fantastic. (sighs) Yeah. I, I recently found pretty much all my burn CDs and I was like, holy shit. Thankfully, I still have a vehicle that plays them. But I'm like, do I really want to carry that whole case of sleeves of CDs in my truck or do I just want to pull them up on the phone? But uh, there's something about it. I have mine too. And uh, for some reason, I had the. Uh, oh, what the fuck? Oh, I had the Lizzie McGuire soundtrack in there too. So I was like, oh shit. The kids and I were bumping that, and they're like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, this is Hillary Duff. You pay her some fucking respect. Interesting. Yeah, I don't have any of those, I would tell you. But I, uh, this morning, too, cultured. Uh, Black Friday, I got I, I to gotta end up getting a, a deal. I know. I don't know if you guys heard this, too. I guess that we can talk about this. But apparently, all of the um, social media people or the woke woke culture, whatever the hell it is, they were trying to get Black Friday canceled. So there was this big movement to not go to the stores on Black Friday. Don't buy those deals. Spend all the money. 
small business Saturday, which I was like, huh, that's brilliant. I didn't hear about it or whatever, but apparently everywhere Black Friday was like, um, not attendance, but people that were at the stores, I guess, was really, really low. Like all these people were commenting there was more workers and shoppers and all this stuff. And I had never gone to, in our area, um, Walfarts, you know what I mean? There, there's just not many other options. So I was like, I'm never going to a Black Friday there. The wife was like, hey, after work, why don't we just take a quick little look? So I, uh, we went there and they had 55-inch Roku TVs for 188 bucks. The wall mount for 20 And I was like, shit, for $200? So I was like, eh. Bought a TV, hung it up in the kitchen. Because we, we're the type of people that we always grew up in the house, um, hanging around the kitchen. It's a huge, huge old farm, farmhouse kitchen. So we sit around this huge table, shooting the shit. So I was like, eh, let's put a TV up there. So the, uh, the youngest was like, I want to watch a movie. So guess what we threw up there? Flubber. Loves slime, oh, loves nice. playing with it. And, you know, the the whole Robin Williams, you know what I mean, is what, that we've talked about. So as I was going out to the studio, I was like, go watch Flubber. And so I'm like, oh, let's bring back some of the 90s stuff. There was some good shit. And I'm trying oh, real, yes. real hard to bring back some 90s stuff. But it, um, I didn't know about the, uh, the boycott of Black Friday, but I have seen um, – a lot of people just more aware of what these prices were beforehand. So I know uh, I've seen Target, Walmart, just a lot of the bigger companies being guilty of. Um, oh, Kohl's was another one. Um, I'm saying, oh, hey, you know, you're, you're you, these great savings. The price used to be this, and then you moved the price tag. And they're like, it was actually twenty dollars less just two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so a lot of uh, just price gouging type of things, and just you know, inflating the price and. Uh, so a lot of people are uh, more conscious, and then obviously with uh, you know a lot of people don't have as much money as they did before. So, um, but yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't know about the uh, the small business Saturday though. Damn, I missed out. Yep, yep. I was thankful. We checked out a couple. Didn't spend a ton of money. Just uh, you know the way the way my family works. It's the small businesses that are here aren't things that they would truly want, or you know what I mean. There's nothing on their list, you know. But it was it was a kind of a cool thing we had the kids do the list the, uh, recently and the last couple of years you know in our house for whatever reason um, santa only usually brings one present um it's just kind of always a thing that when i uh, you know grew up and stuff you know they say i say hey let's ask santa for one thing that way you know they go to school and then you know, there's some kids that are like i got this 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 and it's like oh shit well apparently they were better because santa loves them more and i'm like i don't know one present that's all that's all the big guy has time for here so they're making out their Christmas list and the kids this year, you know, they were like, they, they're asking Santa for like hair clips and like a phone case and all the stuff. It was like $20 worth of stuff from Santa. And I'm like, that's like that. That was kind of a pr proud dad moment. That they're not like, I want a PlayStation five or whatever they're out five or six or I'm like, oh, right. sweet. Santa's yeah. Santa's got a good this year. Hell yeah. <laughs> He's, he's, he's having it made. He doesn't have to deliver quite as much. I don't know. And, uh, I, my daughter was kind of the same way. We asked her, we're like, hey, uh, you know, what is it that you would like? And she's like, socks. And I was like, the fuck? And she's like, no, really? I, I could use some socks, some clothes, maybe 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 like a new jacket. That, that's it. And I'm like, okay. But she's, you know, becoming a teenager. She's interested in clothes and, you mm -hmm. know, very uh, particular about her appearance and everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah. I was fully expecting like iPad, you know, something super expensive, my own Nintendo Switch or something, you know, now 
But I was like, thanks, girl. I was like, this is going to be easy. Christmas, yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, Brandon's at the age where it's just, you know, the fun age. The fun still Robots. so much. Although there's a lot of joy still around. And, and as, you know, like you kind of said, we have, we have 14, 10, 7. And the 14 is just beyond, like, some of the most excited that we've ever seen her be around Christmas. And it's not even about, pre- like, not asking a lot. There's some that, like, super into, like, reading, stuff like that. But um, they do those angel trees, I think is what they're called. So families that don't have a lot, you can go up, pull it. You don't know who the name is. You buy some stuff. And um, she ended up getting uh, one that she wants to do with her own money. She's been babysitting and stuff. And it's like a, like a six or 12, I don't know, like a young boy. So she's so excited. You know, she's been going there buying you know some clothes some toys and stuff like that and like just super excited about that like all about the giving and stuff and i'm like hell yeah this is this is good we're doing something right and uh the last couple years what we do is we go to thrift local thrift stores and we uh we find like cheaper presents from there and gift them to each other and like the grandparents and shit and i'm like like last year you know i I, me being me i was just finding like old school funny cookbooks like the best cookbook for mac and, or grilled cheeses and shit like that. And just, just fun stuff that you can find at a thrift store. Thankfully, no, um, you know, used underwear or anything, but there's a lot of fun stuff and, and you're supporting small business and the kids think it's fun, you know, it's, but I tell you, it's fucking pure chaos when you are buying presents for other people that are also there. So you're having to like do it and hide it. And then I got to go and buy this and then hide it. And then you, Oh, come on, you come here. Quick. And I'm like, <laughs> the anxiety. Fuck. It's like a childhood game. <laughs> but uh, you, you guys got to be excited for Christmas, too, especially the kids on Brandon. Well, I tell you, my daughter is going. Um, like yesterday, I, I was leaving. She, here, let me see if I can show you. Um, when I'm in here, my daughter calls this my radio studio because I do a lot of recording. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. you got to get the fuck out of here It's because I'm recording. I have what I call, what she calls, right, God damn it. My little TV, my, my Echo Dot, right? Yep. Or whatever the hell it's called. Daddy, can I go watch TV on the little TV? So she sits in here with me. Well, yesterday we're sitting down and she goes, I go, I'm going to go to the gas station. Mom's upstairs. She's taking a nap. You stay down here. Watch this. She'll be fine. She's, she's so smart and old. I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gas station. I'm going to get some soda. Do you want anything to snack on? She goes, yes, I want cookies and I want Santa to get me a Peppa Pig dream house. <laughs> Slow your roll, girl. Right. Like everything is, I want a taco set. She wants a toy taco set, a set of how she can make tacos. Hell and yeah. She wants this Peppa Pig thing. So every That's time cool. she gets, she's telling me what she wants, which I think is cute. But so Very. I'm excited. And we're, we're, it's a, uh, an odd deal because my daughter turned her birthday's in November 6th and my other daughter's birthday's uh, December 14th. So it's, it's like this time of year is always going to be like a holiday birthday smorgasbord. So mm. but it's fun. Absolutely. I know. I I remember. I remember the days I have a huge Barbie house that doubles as a storage rack now that has not been used. But the minute you're like, all right, we're getting rid of this goddamn thing. There's There's got to be a family that would love this huge. No, no, no. We play with it all the time. It's like. No, you don't. I mean, so you're telling me you remove all of that junk that you kids put up there, play with it, and then happen to put all of the shit right back in the same spots. 
well yeah and i'm like you're full of shit so i i, I was like i'm putting a camera up on this i'm putting a, i'm putting an extra camera up there just to just to call you out fine we can get rid of it <laughs> still have the goddamn thing <laughs> i wish i wish i could figure out a way to just send it as is over to you brandon but i have to imagine that would be a pain in the ass to send that and it would probably break and yeah it's all good but um i'd have to put it on a pallet yeah that's i shipped a fucking so a couple years you ago shipped I had a, a fucking yeah oh, that worked wild. tell me more it was wild yes wait so i bought Wayfair again <laughs> all right i bought this l-shaped computer desk which i'm sitting in front of now on i think it was amazon they shipped me two so i got two what? fucking desks yeah and I sold one to a buddy who gave, I, mean, I gave him a good deal. I gave him like, it was like a hundred bucks or something like that, but it cost like 150, 200 bucks. But it wow. cost me like 80 bucks to ship it to the fucking dude because of how expensive it was. So I like, mm-hmm. it was a complete wash by the time I, I, I sold it to him and got it to him. But anyway, that would be the best thing to prank a buddy. Be like, Oh, I'm going to send you a Barbie house. Take it all apart, box it up send it so you have to put all of it back together with no instructions no instructions yes oh that would have you had to have that moment where you have to put something like that together with the kids at a very young age and they don't know patience and stuff because it's fucking terrible i want to play with it dad go sit the fuck down yeah so we uh we have planned ahead now to where we, if we buy anything, dollhouse, uh, UT or not like the little, uh, power wheels cars. Cause even now those come, you know, you have to do some sort of setup. Uh, we put everything together now beforehand. We wrap mm-hmm. it set up. It doesn't look pretty in like in a square box or anything like that. You can kind of tell what it is. Sometimes we try to, you know, make like the little ends of the tubes of the wrapping paper. We'll usually, kind of distort the wrapping so you can't tell mm-hmm. what it is or whatever Smart. but uh i'm not putting anything together and i tell everybody else we have like the families come over and they're like oh hey here's this here's this we already have like 64 double a batteries ready to go <clears throat> so i'm like i don't give a shit screwdriver's already out i was like i am not getting up from my spot <laughs> i'm like i'm prepared i bought and one I- of the most dad things that you can ever have i bought the battery daddy Ever seen those? Oh. It's a storage thing for your batteries with a battery tester, and it has its own case and everything. And I actually saw it. One of the brother-in-laws had one and was like so excited about it. And I'm like, we all kind of mess with them. And I was like, shit. He bought it. it was one. Of, he got the one that was like a red case. It was like as seen on TV. I want to say like twenty, thirty bucks. So I went on Amazon. There was one for like nine ninety nine, happened to be on sale. Not near, not as nice, but it does the same thing. So that way, you know, every time it, it would be me, we'd go back, you know, call back to one of the episodes when we talked about that junk drawer. That way you don't have to go mm-hmm. open the drawer, look through all this, accidentally stab yourself with a pumpkin cutter or some shit because you're looking for a battery. It's all boom. Need a battery? Choo! That way you can kind of chip away when they're on sale, if they ever are on sale. I've been looking. Just stock up on batteries. And, and they're organized and got the tester. And, you know, they bring, bring it over and it's just like, oh, well, can you test this? I had one the other day. Can you test this, see if the battery is bad? I'm like, oh, see all that stuff on the end of it? That's battery acid. Uh, it's not going to work. It's, it's bad. Oh, so I shouldn't have touched that? No, no, probably not. Am I going <laughs> to die? Eventually, but not from that. But uh, let's <laughs> let's move on. You're not ready for that talk yet, young man. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, Go ahead. The the battery daddies that I've seen uh, are a little bit different too. To where they have like, um, it's uh, it's what my grandparents used to have too. It's 
like a box of it has like the D batteries, the C batteries, a plethora of different batteries. I don't think it had the tester in there, but it was like fifteen dollars worth of just assorted different batteries. And I'm like, I got to thinking, I'm like, what the fuck? Still takes D batteries with toys anymore. The only thing I could think of with these would be fla- like flashlights are the only thing that I like lanterns. I, yeah, that's that's what I even was thinking. Like we have a mag light, one of those big like. Do yeah, that again. Those are those are D's. How are, how were you holding that flashlight originally? You were you look like you, you had it like <laughs> Yep. Those are double D's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And why isn't this thing turning on? Is Crack it just pepper? Oh, it has a button on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be mouth activated. <laughs> oh. But yeah, funny. it's uh I know uh, AAA batteries and AA batteries seem to be, you know, because that's what I always hated. I was, I'd always get AA batteries because I'm like, what the fuck takes AAA batteries anymore? You'd be surprised. Everything that the grandparents usually buy is AAA batteries. And I'm like, what the fuck? One time they bought a, a toy that had a one of those like radial batteries, like those, the, the circle ones, the button mm. batteries, I think is what they're called. And it didn't come with it. And I'm like. This battery is going to cost more than whatever the fuck this toy was. What are you doing to me? What is this? Yeah. Wait, you don't have those around to swap out for when your watch battery dies? I think that's what it was for, too. Was for I think the watch was dead when we got it, so we had to have, yep. oh, you don't have one of those laying around? Yeah. Yeah, all Trust the time. When I, I worked photo, when I worked photo at the drugstore, we also did the watch battery. We, have to, we would have to take apart people's watch batteries because we had the special tools for it. We always had to tell them, like, listen. We're not professionals. We're not a jewelry store. We'll try using the tools we have, but if it scratches, if it doesn't go on as well, like that's on you. Sign this form. Thankfully, I never fucked one up, but uh, I kind of wish I had those tools because I do have a fancy watch. And when it went dead and I had no ability to get into it and there's no jewelry stores near us anymore. So I had to go to a Harbor Freight and buy their watch tools that fucking suck and don't work and then return them because they broke. Twice. I was just going to say, you know, <laughs> hashtag Harbor Freight. I love them, but never mind. <laughs> no, no, I love. It's not their fault. I mean, they they took them back. They were clearly broken. Like, it, and I showed the guy. Brought the watch in, and he's like, "Huh?" And he tried it, and he broke one. And he's like, "Yep, I wouldn't buy another one of those." And then he goes, "Let me try this." So he actually opened up one of the expensive ones, and we tried to do it, and it broke as well. He's like, "Fuck this." He goes, "I don't know." <sighs> Sorry, man. And I was like. I'm sorry that you have four broken packages. He's like, eh, it happens. He goes, these things, he goes, it's not like we're taking back a generator here. I'm like, oh, fair enough. They are the coolest people, too. I like, I, I know uh, I'm not a carpenter. Uh, I, I, I don't do this shit for a living. So whenever I go buy new tools, that's mm-hmm. the place where I go because I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm rarely going to use this. This is going to get the job done right now. And I don't have to give an arm and a leg for a DeWalt or whatever. And, uh, so all my people, all my you know friends and relatives are like that do that type of shit. They're like, oh, going to Harbor Freight, going to Harbor Freight. Now I see their asses. They're like, oh, you know, that's why my Harbor Freight picked up this new air compressor. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> Lucas visiting Harbor Freight now. You know, I was told that's the Dollar Tree of fucking uh, uh, hardware stores and shit. And they're like, you just can't, you know, you just can't beat a thirty five dollar air compressor. And I'm like, that, that's what I'm talking about, bitch. Love the Harbor Freight. <laughs> See, I go, uh, I go, I, I'm a big fan of the Milwaukee tools. And thankfully, the place that I work, we sell Milwaukee tools. So it's uh, anytime I need a new tool, 
I don't have to go very far for it. Just go into the old warehouse where I work and say, hey, can't beat those. Oh, I, I love how they, they they think like a dude does, you know, the people that invent them. So like they even have the coffee mugs that go into the packouts. You know what I mean? And then they have, you know, the same batteries that work with a radio, that work with a saw, that work with a drill. You know what I mean? Like we don't want to have to have this and this and all over the place as dudes. And it's just like everything works with each other. It's weird. Good stuff. Shout out Milwaukee. I hear good things. Again, good. I don't, I'm lucky enough to even know how to use drill. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I know, like for me, I was uh, I got that TV and then had to wall mount it and everything. And it's an old ass farmhouse, right? So I got the stud finder. And again, I'm not a carpenter. I don't do this shit for a living. So I'm like, and it goes beep. So I put a little mark. So I go through beep. So I go like this. I go for the drill. Sheet rock. I'm like, what the? F-? So Dude, I go like this. Same. Try to. And it was almost like instead of the it going vertical, the the stud, it was almost like it was running like this. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I have no, I, and I can't remember. Like I tore down the wall because it was lath and plaster and friggin' um, old paneling and shit in there. So we ended up tearing that out and sheetrocking. So I think we just went right back over with it. But that one area, I was like, God. So there's a bunch of little holes that I'm just going to put some posters or some shit over. But so whoever gets my house after me and you're going to look and be like, who was that idiot that couldn't even hang a TV mount, right? That was me. That was me, everybody. But uh, I, I always do like the knocking thing. You know, we always just like knock on there and just we're like, I'm like, ah, that doesn't sound hollow. Then you need to hold, you need to go, you know, go to drill and it just immediately threw it. You go, ah, that fuck. <laughs> I did that too. Time, it was just, just, dush. And then he go over the stud finder, nothing. I'm like, God damn it. So I was like, fuck, I'm just going to try it on the one that was like, so I did it. I went sheetrock. I'm like, why the hell does it sound different? Now, you did preset your stud finder, right? You you calibrated it before you did that. You ran it over your, yourself mm-hmm. to make sure it did beat beforehand. hundred percent. It just, yeah, it was, it's surprising that it doesn't, even when I'm holding it, that it just doesn't go off with the interference, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so that's kind of one of those dad jokes too, you know. The dad jokes—they always clink the the tongs when they're cooking, stuff like that. I mean, how many times have you grabbed the stud finder with people around and not went, "Who found it?" <laughs> oh yeah, every time, every time. Yeah. And even if you try to make it ironic, you still have to say it. I mean, if nobody says it, I think every dad of the world disappears. I think mm-hmm. that's like uh, like the Geneva Convention, or like when you're a kid, if you step on the crack, you break your mom's back. There's a lot of people just stomping on cracks at school. And I was like, what are you doing? Breaking that bitch's back. And I'm like, oh, okay. we didn't have school counselors back in the day. So I was like, cool. Uh, <laughs> she made me go, go play some dodgeball yesterday. <laughs> no, but I'll go play smear the queer. All right, let's go. <laughs> we just on called it George note. Michael. <laughs> All right, we had our time. We could probably keep going on and on and on. But turns out we have busy lives. So... Uh, obviously, go follow Brandon J. McDermott, all the social medias. Just type it in Google. You'll find that beautiful face. You've been whacking off. He's got a website that one of these days we're going to throw some stuff on it you can buy. But if you would like to have a towel, a you've been whacking off towel, you can get that online as well. And you can do whatever. You can clean your car. You can clean your pipes. It doesn't matter. Does that uh, you've been whacking off towel come pre-loaded? Ooh, For the right price? I wish. I wish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody has a price, you know. <laughs> oh, damn. No, this thing is, uh, it, it's foldable at this point. So yes. whether or not you would like to change that, mm-hmm. it's yeah, encouraged. It's hard enough, but it's foldable. We wanted it to be uh, color changing. So whenever you did dispose of uh, a certain specimen, uh, it would 
it would change color. Oh. Uh, we, we don't have that type of budget. Uh, it's smart friends. I have a story to tell before we go. Oh. My brother used to, when we were young, 14, 15, he used to have a shirt that he would use, and it was the same shirt. It was the same shirt. Now, he, wore, of course, washed it, you know, but it was the same shirt. And I don't know if you boys know this or not, but when stuff like that gets on stuff, it doesn't go away. Um, so my brother-in-law or my, my, my half brother was the same guy was, um, his child was being born a couple of years later, three, four years later. Oh, no. And at the hospital, <laughs> oh, no. at the hospital, <laughs> uh, we're there in the waiting room and all of a sudden his stepdad, cause remember my, my mom and his mom are different. We have the same dads. Okay. But his mom's now dating another guy. She dated lots of dudes, all right? She she got, she was loaded. All right, she got loaded. But he comes walking into the uh, waiting room wearing the shirt, unassumingly just like stripes and just splotches and blats everywhere. And Robbie goes, Brandon, he's he's wearing my shirt. He's wearing your shirt. He goes, dude, look closely. I go, oh my God. How did he not know? <laughs> and that's why, kids, you always wear your own shirts and you always check the mirror before you leave. Mm-hmm. Oh, Maybe God. he used it as the same thing and just didn't care. Oh. Maybe they were both using the same shirt. <laughs> Roll tide. Roll tide. Roll baby. tide. Uh, real quick, I, I, there's no other time that I could tell the story, probably, but I had a buddy, similar story, real quick. Didn't use that for, uh, he might have, but we were. Um, we went back, smoked a little weed, right? And Ooh. he was high. But the girl he was dating at the time didn't approve of him smoking the weed. So we wanted to go to a game. And we were smoking in a car. And we were going to watch a football game. And he was, like, panicking. He's like, I got to hide the smell. I got to hide the smell. So he grabs <laughs> deodorant and just starts rubbing deodorant all over his shirt. He's like, can you smell it? Can you smell it? And I'm, la- I'm just, yeah, no, you're good, man. That was a good idea. Good idea. Knowing that he just covered white-ish deodorant on a very dark shirt. So we get out to the football game, rolls up, and he's like, hey, what's up, babe, or whatever. He's, you know, and she's like, the fuck do you have all over your shirt? Why do you smell like weed? <laughs> and he's just like, oh, man. I was like, oh, that was me. But, I, I yeah, I, I was panicking real quick, so I decided to rub deodorant all over my shirt. And, I mean, it was just <laughs> random stripes. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? Why didn't you tell me I had that all over? I was like, I, I don't think you would have known. But uh, it was it was a good one. It was a it was a pretty good one. So and, and the best part was he had a jacket and it's you know cold up here. I was like, why don't you just put your fucking jacket on? He's like, oh, I didn't think of it. But, uh, all right, follow these guys on all the social medias if you want. Go follow all of our friends, best friend gang. Go check them out if you'd like. And uh, Copper Johns use code Beardlaws. Uh, I think Brandon J's got a code. Eubin's probably got a code. Go check out Copper John's. Um, they just had a big 35% off sale for Black Friday. You missed out, or hopefully you didn't. And uh, hopefully we're going to have some more friends of the show, potentially. Talking with a potential bourbon company, a uh, potential cigar company, which I know Brandon's like, oh, hey. Um, and what's the other one? There was another one. Oh, oh, a tea company. I don't know if you guys drink tea, but i um, really excited about this uh, this tea one. They're, they're a little bit of a smaller company with a very cool logo. So um, I'm, I actually just um, scooped up some of the tea. Should be here hopefully by before the next recording so we can give an honest review. Because uh, like I said, I do love coffee, but I love some tea. So 
I'm a big fan of tea bagging. There it is. There it is. And we'll be bagging all of the teas. Maybe we'll even come up with a new slogan for them. Uh, but either way, can't thank you guys enough. Anybody that's still watching, we appreciate the hell out of you. And we'll uh, see you either for Triple T or we'll be back next week. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. So be good to your wieners. Keep your stick on the ice. Take care, everybody. Or don't be good to your wiener. I don't care. Beat it. Just like Michael Jackson said. In the realm of beard loss, a trio strong and true. You've been branded in beard loss with tales both old and new. Their whiskers like a forest, their knowledge like a stream, guiding us through beardom and culinary dream. Beard loss, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast effects, a culinary dream. Beard Loss, the patriarch, his beard a regal crown, a symbol of authority in every bustling town. His wisdom, like bristles, sharp and well-defined, guiding all the bearded with every law outlined. You've been whacking off with laughter in his stride, weed in his hand, and jokes worldwide. A mirthful spirit lighting up the room in the haze of humor, dispelling any gloom. Beard Loss, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast effect, the culinary dream. Together they unite a trio strong and bold, and beard laws and laughter and stories to be told. In the culinary realm that conquer every quest, a podcast that unlanes all the very best. Brandon D. McDermott, food daddy at the helm, master in the culinary every flavor realm. From spices to techniques of foodie's delight, guiding our taste buds day and night. Beard Laws, the sage of facial grace, with whiskers flowing, setting the pace. You've been the jester in clouds of green, laughs and wisdom and sight unseen. Brandon J. McDermott, food daddy supreme, a feast effects, the culinary dream. So gather round, will listeners keen to the Beard Laws podcast, a vibrant scene. With Beard Laws and culinary flair, a journey of knowledge beyond compare. 